0: You're listening to Fragmented, the podcast that delves deep into the fragments of the soul, mind, and life to promote self reflections and change, with your host, Kiran, aka The Heart's Fragments. Check out our website, thefragmentedpodcast.com, to learn more, to read our blog, or get in touch. Assalamu alaikum, and welcome back to episode 10 of Fragmented. And today I'm joined by a guest who has already been on here before, and I decided to bring them back because he's an amazing person Um, and that's Khalil who is a counsellor and therapist and he's basically amazing and he's no introduction so asalaamu alaikum Khalil
1: wa alaikum asalaam jazakallah for having me on again it was it was hard to get on again because you're very like we don't want you on again but now it's good to be on jokes all jokes aside now that's good to be on I love I love the discussions that we have. I love your content. So it's a, as always a pleasure, dude. It's always good to be on.
0: And you, dude. <laughs> but yeah, no um, I thought it'd be interesting to have another conversation with you because that was that was pending anyway. We we was gonna have one. Um, yeah. And I thought I was thinking about something actually. Um, from reflection, from reading a book called, it's called The Power of Now. It's really, it's a really sick book. Um. And I was thinking about how sometimes we, like obviously the things that we go through in life, sometimes we, we, we're stuck. Um, And sometimes you find that we're not really going anywhere because, you know, obviously we'll get into that, but there's so many reasons. Um, You know, the whole idea of the fact that we like to, or we, we, a lot of the times we're just stuck and we, we struggle to go forward, um, and this can be in terms of in terms of our own healing journeys, um, in terms of you know career, anything, whatever it may be, life, whatever it is. Um, I feel like obviously there's a lot of just fear behind going forward and doing better. So, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think the the first thing, like with everything, is we forget that. Um, the amount of power we have as human beings so like i touched upon it last time right like the the two things that we control yes as alhamdulillah as amazing and awesome as we are allah says we only control two things right one is our intention and second is that our actions or our ability to not act i think we forget like our deen our religion and 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 god himself right so allah he always comes from a place of empowerment it's always like it's it's our choice depending on or we have the capacity and the power within ourselves to become better, to be comfortable, to be confident, to be happy. But we also have the power to be sad or be somewhat quote unquote broken or or to be upset or to go through certain things in life. Now, yes, look part of it is free will and, and a part of it is fate, but we obviously are going to discuss more on the free will element and like how kind of, how someone kind of sees their own life. How come some people like the comfort zone more? How come some people like to get out of the comfort zone more? which one weighs up more which one's better is it better to be out of my comfort zone is it better to be in my comfort zone what does it mean to even have a comfort zone right because a lot of people don't feel safe like you said a lot of people don't even know what the concept of safe is and i think with me the one thing that i always go really really like um quite deep in is meanings like why do you have certain meanings of brokenness why or what are my own meanings of brokenness or whatever term you want to put whatever gap you want whatever word you want to fill that gap with right? confidence or happiness or whatever and i think we forget that allah's left it open to us right so allah builds a certain foundation or our deen builds a certain foundation but god gives us the freedom to kind of build upon it or to not build upon it right depending on what we want in life we all want certain things we all have goals we all have ideas um but again depending on those ideas where they come from and one thing that we're going to touch upon massively is belief system right because that's what kind of make someone who they truly are right our belief system our either the way we see the world because we don't see the world as it is sometimes we see it how we are like so if i'm somewhat of a negative person i'm going to see the world in a negative way if i'm positive then obviously vice versa it's the whole reflection element of life um when it comes to like dealing with it especially from, like a counseling perspective that's always the biggest thing it's always from the concept or the 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 theory of empowerment like why do we now accept society to be broken why is it seen as the new norm of people to be broken why are we accepting brokenness when it's creating a worse off society whereas it's supposed to be we're supposed to be somewhat quote-unquote progressive we have an amazing um religion that deals with it and yeah we can even go deeper and talk about yes look there's elements of the soul there's different stages there's different stages of the mind and obviously, we touched upon like growth mindset and all those kind of cool stuff. But my biggest question, and, and I like the fact that you you kind of sent me that post that when you did, because it, it's somewhat frustrating from, from my own perspective, and I'm, I might be a little bit biased here, but it's frustrating that we're starting to accept brokenness as the new norm. Like, I, I don't feel comfortable in doing that. I, I see a lot more negative consequences that come from that kind of mindset. But it's about, okay, let's try and figure out what does that truly mean? How do I become better and how do I understand it better for myself in order for me to heal myself, right?
0: That's it. And how you mentioned the whole um, brokenness and the post, I think it said something like, um, sometimes we're addicted to pain and we don't even know it. Um, and, and that's the thing, like, like you said, everyone sees the world with a certain lens, right? And sometimes I feel like we we confine ourselves to this one box and we only see what what's around us in that box we only see what our perspective of things is um, and i'm not the the you know the actual reality of things the whole being addicted to pain and brokenness being a new norm maybe sometimes we just use that as like not not an excuse but we use it to stop us from going further like we just accept that we are broken the things that have um affected us have Brokenness, and that's it. Like, what what really stops us from going forward? It's it's something that's within our community. It's the world, it's
1: the world as a whole. To be honest, right? It's mm. it's, it. I think this, uh, and I think the beauty of life and the beauty of of issues and problems is it's never subject. So obviously, some are subject to like certain cultures, certain religions. But humans in general, the humanistic approach is that everyone goes through problems. Everyone has an element of can i i can become better or i can become worse obviously we know so freud um spoke about the the ego the super ego and morality right so everyone mm. within each within each of us there's the person we want to be there's a the person we don't want to be but then there's a the person who we truly are and and peace and contentment can come from am i becoming the person i want to become obviously not striving for perfection because perfection can cause a lot more um problems than it can um, Kind of like peace or tranquility, or am I the person that I don't want to be? And I, am I closer to that person? And I think a lot of the times, again, like you said, it, it reaches beyond elements of religion. Obviously, religion can be a solution for it, and obviously we'll touch upon that. But my biggest question is why do we allow it to be and and I know obviously social media plays plays its own part and its own role in this, where it's like, okay, for me to get some type of validation, I need to speak about my openness, or so I need to speak about um i need to be more open and i need to speak about my brokenness i need to speak about certain things because it reinvents or it, it recycles or it basically plays a part in like reinforcing the negative cycle where it's like okay i shared my story i got a few likes i got a few shares in order for me to get those things again i'm going to do it again and there's like an amazing chinese proverb that says everyone has like a warrior within and if, even when i speak ill even when i complain it actually defeats you or it actually somewhat like kills your soul slowly and now Think about the parallel that that the Quran or Allah mentions when, when Allah says, or Allah says he mentions off the time when obviously, um, or he states in the Quran where he says, and I only complain of my grief and sorrow to Allah. Right. It's like, okay, you have that one paradigm or one, that one element. Then you also have another one where he says, okay, go speak to the people like when you need to speak to them or or seek advice, whether that be through counseling, whether it be through like just your friends, your family, um, close ones, whatever. I think the beauty is in the balance, right? That's the moderation of Dean. It's, it's moderation. That's, that's the essence. That's the main core of our, of our Dean is, is moderation. And we forget that we think it's, we have to jump to one side or the other. The biggest thing, the biggest thing, especially when it comes to, I like to use the word brokenness more cause I think it, it carries a lot more weight and it's, it's somewhat unsettling. Um, it's about why are we focusing more on not fixing ourselves? Why are we more focused on like what's made us broken? Right. Like I love what, I love the way you said it, how like we kind of use it as an excuse or we use it as like, we use our insecurities as like, this is why I'm like this. And like, there's many different kind of theories out there. Right. And especially when it comes to like um, certain models on the human being is like, Oh, I'm like this. So it's like psychodynamics. I'm like this because my parents did this to me or oh, something happened to me in my past. Like Allah accepts all of those things, but to an extent, accountability is one of, one of the most core foundations for every single person for me for you for every individual ever like we're going to be asked why did you do this why were you this way or like who did you why did you become a certain way you know Allah says in the Quran he'll never allow us to blame our social conditioning I can never be like yeah I was a bad person because the people around me were bad because then that's the whole like parallel to what Ibrahim Al-Islam went through where he had a very he was brought up in a very like obviously idol worshiping society yet he decided to defy it and go against it and that's the beauty of the parallel, which I want to get into, which is obviously amazing, is to speak about it, is courage and the whole element of duality, which is brokenness, like, or to not be courageous. And I think that we've, we've forgotten that. I think as Muslims or as an ummah or even as a human race, we've forgotten, to, we've forgotten to to what it means to be courageous. We've forgotten how to be brave, but not even brave for other people. How do I be brave for myself? How do I stick up for myself? And all of that comes under the umbrella of love, right? And one thing which i've been super super like um really kind of somewhat trying to drill home these days is like the quranic perspective of self-love and, and self-value or self-worth from yourself right so in um in surah fajr towards the end where the verse starts yeah you have this right so oh, reassured soul Allah saying to us or or to that type of person who has um obviously a good soul and a peaceful soul saying come back to me pleased with me and and pleased with yourself and then enter into my garden like how amazing is that that I can be my own witness like I can meet Allah and I don't need Allah to specifically tell me yes you're a good person I already know I'm a good person because I have it in my heart what, what's the foundation of faith if you do good you feel good if you do bad you feel bad right why do I need to hear other people why do I need other people to be my witness for myself I am my own witness now and that then increases your relationship with Allah that increases your confidence, that increases like your courage, your bravery. You're not going to take crap from people for lack lack of a better term. You're not going to, you're going to be able to stand up for yourself. You're going to be able to understand who you are, what you want, but it comes from the inner perspective. It comes from the soul. And I think we've forgotten how to be strong for ourselves. We've forgotten how to accept, um, our courage. And even if you take it from, from the God perspective, right? So Allah says, only he is allowed to be um arrogant and and prideful that's an amazing concept our our God right so Allah comes from a place of empowerment from himself, but he also allows us to be empowered by him right and I think that's a beautiful like reflection or a beautiful mirror to have like my God is is obviously or well, Allah right is so beautiful and he's so like magnificent and he's so like so powerful like what he allows us to be powerful in our own way as well, but we forget that. We we kind of go towards the other side of okay, all, all all life's about is for me to be kind and for me to just be like a very nice and sweet and like quote unquote quiet person. But to be kind in all situ to be kind in the in the wrong situation is actually haram. Right? To be um to to go about things the wrong way in the wrong obviously everything has context, right? So if someone's like if someone Allah says stand up for justice, even if it's against yourselves. That, that's the beautiful part because like, I have to be, a, I'm a witness against myself. My hands are going to be a witness against me. Um, our body parts, whatever it might be, right? And I think that's an important part. Is like, I don't need validation from other people. If I'm broken, quote unquote broken, I'm going to fix myself. I can't, I shouldn't really rush to other people. or really shouldn't rush towards um, um, what society dictates someone to be strong as, right? Because for example, we, we spoke about it. Uh, I spoke about it recently in, in, in an Instagram live where everyone's kind of chasing the concept of love but everyone's kind of like lost the concept of self-love. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm only gonna be made whole when I'm with someone else, but why can't you be a whole person? Or why can't you be like wholesome just by yourself? You don't need this other element of a spouse or a really close friend or whatever it might be, right? Because I think even the Prophet Saslam, when he went through his own journey before he became a prophet, um, that, that self-love or that self-respect for himself to spend time alone, right? Even that's courageous, that's courage in itself.
0: Mm, I think you mentioned um about accountability and that that's something that we really like hit the nail on the head because at the end of the day, like right, we we go through our own experiences and the past and everything around us and whatnot. But at the end of the day, what we are going to be held accountable. Um and we and obviously when when we see that there's a problem, when we see that there's an issue, when we know it's there, that's when kind of like that's our opportunity to change it, um to, to to I guess do something about it. Um and sometimes we you know we, we we kinda don't. Like like you said, we forget what's in us, we forget that that our body and our soul and our mind is an a manner from Allah and we need to return it back in the best form. Um and why like and this is this is my, this is for myself as well, so I'm not just I'm not just saying it um just from like, you know, um, but why do we not take care of it in the best way why do we not um, take those steps to be and 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 be brave and be courageous and you know it's just one of those things that can't be you know someone can't just tell you you know how to be strong how to be courageous it's something you learn but um obviously it's not something that you necessarily not not something that everyone can go through alone if, if If you know what I mean, like yeah, we yeah, really talk about our issues and um, like you said, some people will talk about it, some people will find that's good if it's a means of release for that person and if it's a means of empowerment for other people. but then how much is I guess too much in the sense that like when we start fixating on it too much and on, on that specific on that pain, on that brokenness, and we forget to actually heal that, we forget that Allah has given us those difficulties but he wants us to be the best version of ourselves and I was talking to um, a friend of mine on Instagram Live the other day and um, we were speaking about uh, Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani and he and how when he was younger and um, there was an ox and it or a cow and it spoke and he was doing field work and he said oh Abdul Qadir you were made for greater things and that kind of that, that hits because we yeah. are made for great things. We have that greater purpose. So what really stops us from fulfilling that? What stops us from being the best we can be, from being strong, from, you know, doing all those things?
1: A lot of it is, and, and the, again, the base foundation of everything, right, is is our habits, right? So even the three different stages of the soul, right? So there's, there's nafs al-lawama, which is the lowest, nafs al-amara, which is the middle, and nafs al mutma'inna, which is the highest level most people and this is from ibn jozi and imam ghazali Allah, who say most people are in the middle bracket or the middle zone of like going higher or lower so nafs or amara the only way you go to the higher one or you then end or, or you go to the lower one is habits and knowledge right and and again that kind of can easily be linked to intention and actions right where the correct knowledge is healing and and i'll say that again like the correct knowledge for you for an individual is healing now um. Even what sparked my whole curiosity towards like the journey of understanding human beings was when we were learning up to, about the Seerah, And two people came to the Prophet salam, and they both asked him the same question. Yet he gave each individual a different answer. Because we forget that we're individuals. We start looking at society. We start comparing. We start um analyzing. Or and again, like you said, even and I can end this in kind of one word. Right? Where when you when you ask me, um, how can we stop? Or we stop our own kind of like blessings or we stop our own kind of understanding or why do we, why do we not kind of understand the importance of who we are as human beings? We're just simply focused on other people. There Mm -hmm. is only two ways to live this life. You either live for people or you live for a lot. Now both come with their own tests. Um, And and there's a beauty in it because Allah says for the friends of Allah which we can all which we all have the potential to be right to be an an Oliya, or to be a wali it's not just for the people of the past it's also for us but that's that's my thing like why do we feel like we can't empower ourselves when our whole religion or or Allah himself allows us to empower like if I only see my my life in a certain way and I don't see beyond that and that's the whole comfort zone that we were speaking about I'm not going to go out and obviously Imam Rumi says it right like you, you hold the key to your own to your own cage, your own prison, Like use it. Like, you don't even want to fly. You don't want to even go out there. And, and obviously he says, you were born with wings. Why, prefer, why do you prefer to crawl? But it, it's a mindset element from society, from family, from culture, and even from the wrong understanding of religion, which is why knowledge, the correct knowledge sets you free, but it's also a form of healing because you need to know, and this is from philosophy, like someone said, tell me what you focus on, I shall tell you who you are. Like, it, depending on whatever you focus on, again what you digest it impacts you as a human being um we have the capacity to stop our own blessings because if if the god perspective is be grateful to me and be thankful that i shall give you more if i'm not grateful i'm not going to get any more That that's all that basically means if i'm out here worrying too much about oh my god kieran's doing this or kieran's doing that and or, or whatever, whoever else is doing it, you'll have to smile. It's okay, it's sunnah anyway. <laughs> but like, it is is one of those things where it's like, why am I focusing on on someone? Yes, Allah bless that person, or Allah bless whoever. Right, honor the guest of your heart. When was the last time you honored your own heart? Mm,
0: yeah, right? that's like, it. When, I think we focus so much on other people's blessings. Um, my teachers, I remember he was saying about how, if you see someone who's been given more than you, then you know, be, be happy for them. And, and and that's hard because we can get jealous like really easily um it, it's it's there like it's out there it's a disease of the heart and it affects it can affect anyone and obviously to look to those who have been given less than you but to also look at your own life and really look deep into it deep into our own lives and look at actually we have so many blessings and we we can do more than we think we can actually do um, and but that's the thing. We can't, Sorry yeah but yeah that's the thing exactly we 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 think we can't, and again, like from my own experience and whatnot, we use it as an excuse to not go further we we just drown in this whole things that aren't that beneficial to us. I mean it's good to like binge on Netflix and do whatever,
1: but like
0: Ben and Jerry's or whatever, and me I've been eating cake like this whole week, and I've had no shame <laughs> yeah, that's all good, but and, and this is something that literally just came to mind, is that when we focus, when we start focusing on our own lives and take it seriously um, and really reflect on what we want and what we need to grow from, what we need to heal, then that genuinely, it opens like so many doors for us. But if we're um, focusing so much on those other things and, you know, it reminds me of that poem by al Adawiyah where she says about I'm a doorkeeper of the heart whatever whatever whatever's outside me I don't let in. whatever's inside I don't let out how much of and I've said it before like how much of the outside world do we let in our hearts and what room do we make for what really needs to be there I mean what room do we have for what really needs to be there because we're so consumed by everything around us everything that doesn't benefit us
1: and and I think that that's the beauty of it is like okay some people, everyone says this, but no one truly knows how to live it, right? We all say, oh, be present, be present. Being present truly just means, like, okay, another word phrase it is consciousness. Another word is being more conscious. True consciousness of, or, or true, like, being present with yourself is being present with Allah, right? Because, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're praying. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing zikr, but it, it means that you are, you are aware of who you are and why you are here. That's the two main points like we forget why we're here we try to hold on to things even the the little the little snippet of the poem that you said from Rabi' allah adawiya may allah bless her soul forever and and all all like the people of the past that that's knowledge benefits us till today and all the people that are going to come um the beauty of that poem is like it's it's kind of linked to like um a saying of you're connected to everything but attached to nothing right like this whole element of holding on to things that we think are here forever our soul knows and this is from obviously Imam Rumi, our soul knows that it's not from here so it's like it's, it's already half at peace because it knows where it's going but we mess it up for ourselves right now this is massively important Allah says he doesn't burden a soul beyond that it can bear we burden our own souls right someone mm. said to me oh this is not fair because Allah says like it's not gonna burden me but I feel like obviously I can't handle it I'm like what have you done to yourself for you not be able to handle it? or for what have you done to yourself that you now can't handle it like is there expectations that are put on it is your akidah or your mindset or your belief system something that's now kind of because it's weak it's not there anymore and in regards to like references obviously people can kind of reach out and let me know whatever but whatever the reference is that they want me to kind of go into because Alhamdulillah, I've got them. I wouldn't say otherwise, but there was a scholar of the past and, and his name, I don't remember, but I have it obviously in my notes and stuff um, that said, to have the correct Aqeedah means that jinns and shaitan and the devils will be scared of you. But to have a shaky or broken Aqeedah, you'd be scared of your own shadow.
0: That's something most of us as well. Like, to have shaky beliefs, it's, we, we can't let our beliefs be shaky. Um, yeah. And and because when something is unstable, it's it's bound to you know you topple it over. It, it, yeah,
1: that's great. That, that that's the kind of concept, and we forget that it it leads on and, and it leads on to what I love teaching about. And that's meanings, right? Because that's a belief is something that obviously you can have with or without um, evidence or whatever. But what what gets you to that next stage of of beauty, or when Allah speaks about His friends, where they they, they shall not grieve. And they should not fear, right? They should be in a state of bliss. And that's not just for the next world. Allah makes that very, very, very common um, analogy to this world as well, right? Even Ibn Taymiyyah, uh, Rahimullah, who says that there's two paradises. There's one here and there's one in the next world. And obviously his students said, well, what's the paradise of this world? He said, It's to simply know Allah. It's to be at peace. But we we don't chase things for peace. We don't chase things for like inner peace. We chase it for external validation. Or we, or we, And that's what makes us weak because we're basically how do you say this in, the, in a nice way we're basically dimming our own light right we're kind of giving away we're kind of selling ourselves for things that aren't going to last forever it's like what are you exchanging your heart to it's like imagine you go to a marketplace right and everyone's marketplace is different some people they they like to they sell their soul for women some sell it for for money some sell it for power for authority some sell it for knowledge just to be called or starred or just to be given a certain type of label and we do this thing where we honor, and Aristotle said this, never ever honor men more than truth, or, or even women. Truth is the truth, right? If it comes from someone, Alhamdulillah, awesome. Um, but they're not important. Like, that's your own journey. Even Imam Ali said, in regards to seeking knowledge, the way he links on to meanings, the way he links on to Akira is, it's your own journey. You have to start that, because that then you'll know people of the truth. But if you go to everyone who claims to know the truth, how are you going to know what the truth is or isn't? Because the highest form of um certainty is Hakka Johin, which is the truth, like but that that's a feeling, right so there's Ilman Jorin, al and Hakka yaqeen Imagine that the most ultimate level of belief and, and absolute certainty is to feel it, but we don't even we, we barely feel things nowadays, or we run away from things right because it's it's dangerous to be vulnerable or it's dangerous to be broken, but we're willing to break ourselves for for dunya elements or for things that, aren't, that don't last forever. Yet, there's also a, a healthy level of breaking yourself down. It's about breaking the ego, breaking the nafs, and, and understanding that, right? So brokenness isn't just an absolute negative term, right? There's also goodness in it. To break mm-hmm. oneself down and to submit. Right? Why is it called submission? Because a part of it is just about letting go and just vibing. That's that's part of life, right? That's part of the whole Islamic journey is to just let go of things that don't concern you. But we want to be mm-hmm. concerned with everything and anything. And that that can that gap will always be there. And I think... I think it's important for me to say that again, like the, the brokenness isn't just a negative absolute term. It, it, there's goodness in being broken. Allah says that um, there's, certain, there's only certain ranks that we can get with Allah. So he, sometimes he just gives the slave sadness, right? Ibn Jazi spoke about this, so Allah would just make someone sad just because he wants to see them be patient. So he can give them the next level or the next rank. It's like leveling up in like a game. And then you get to a point where, like, you're happy with yourself. Again, the the concept of self-love and and, and empowerment to myself, even before. And obviously, I'm going to let you speak as well, Karim, Don't worry. Um, but even <laughs> <if we've> got, <laughs> I can see it's, it's Okay, carry on.
0: Like, I've I've got nothing but to say. Um, even, I'm I'm
1: enjoying this. E- even and okay, now let's imagine this, yeah. And and you should definitely probably make this into a clip. But anyway, let's let's imagine this. Hadith Qudsi, right. What does Allah say? The whole of the world. Now remember, these words are not metaphorical literal the whole world can come together with the whole of jinn kind as well and if if Allah didn't want them to harm you no one could harm you imagine that now let's do like a little visual imagine I'm standing on a in a field and Allah's behind me and the whole world and the whole of jinn kind are there and I'm like what none of you can touch me like how how empowering is that that only Allah is the one that allows harm to come to me or for for blessings to come to me that's amazing. I, I'm basically from the Islamic perspective. I'm untouchable. But why don't I? Why don't people see it in that sense of our are a, a form of empowerment? Not d. What's the opposite of, of empowerment?
0: You're asking me, like, say I...
1: <laughs> I. don't know. I should have probably like done my done like where's the dictionary? gone, no I'm joking. But like, whatever's the opposite of, of empowerment? Oh, you guys use the word brokenness or being broken or being somewhat weak. But we forget to be courageous and and we we also put courage onto other people right so for example um when hazar umar became the caliph and um khalid bin was khalid bin Leed was part of the he was the general of the army right the muslim army he hazar umar took khalid bin will lead off he took him out of his post because he said people people were thinking oh we're only winning the battles because khalid is is is, is the general he's 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 obviously the head of the army and Hazrat mm. Umar was like, no, we need to shift the idea. See how it's a mindset thing as well as it's spiritual and physical. We need to shift the idea that well, Muslims aren't winning because of Qazi, we're winning because of Allah.
0: Mm. When, when Allah is with us, nothing else can harm us. And, and it's like you said, how do we know, like, yeah, when Allah is with us, nothing else can harm us, but it's up to us to actually know that Allah is with us. You know, when we... And, and when you spoke about aqeedah and having um, building your beliefs, that's what helps that as well because when you're in your beliefs you know Allah is with you and Allah is greater than anything that comes let's let's talk about like the kind of things that you see as a counsellor what what kind of thing stops people from doing the best that they can things stop people from going further into it because so you know sometimes you get to a point where it's like you become stagnant right and it's like you don't know you don't see anything else anymore. And you you just stay there, and you can't. There's something you're trying to break through, but you can't. So, what kind of things stop people from doing the best that they can? Not just with healing, but just anything else in general in life. And
1: I I think I think the the biggest thing is always, and again, this is always the principle of Islam. Why? And people like, huh? Like, what what do you mean by why? Like, why why are you doing or why do you want to do certain things? And if you know your why, then you'll be able to deal with whatever comes your way whatever, what, how, when, whatever those might be, right? Because your intention's there, that's it. And that's Allah's promise. If your intention is clean and sincere, then it doesn't really matter about the the outcome or the result. Like you're always, you're at peace. This is the thing. We think that peace is an external, but everyone claims it to be internal and also external, whatever the mix that comes together, right? A lot of people forget that peace isn't just, peace isn't just for the soul. It's also for the mind. Right. And obviously, they manifest in a physical way. The things that stop people a lot is there's, there, and this is the beauty of it, there's so many kind of variables, right? And an innumerable amount of variables that stop people, right? One could be a um, grateful mindset, one could be um, the blame game or blaming parents, blaming. So, let's say you go to a therapist and he's like, or, or she's like, oh, yeah, you're like this because of your parents, you're like this because of this happened to you when you were a child, um, whatever like models those might be one is accountability, there's 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 loads more, I don't want to stop there, I kind of want to keep going, but one it could be like your friends, your habits, Um, one could be mindset, one could be knowledge, one could be um the state of the soul, obviously if you use the holistic method, maybe just physically, maybe physically you've kind of just, you've not moved around for a while, you've not exercised, or even you've not physically gone or taken steps to make your dreams come true, right, so Ibn Taymiyyah said that one of the ways that um you you can actually get a hard heart is by too much wishful thinking. Like how many people do we know who are like, oh yo, I wish I could do this and I wish I could do that. But if they aren't going out there and they're not doing things or not coming out of their comfort zone, right? Then all they'll ever do is just hate people that are going places or, or kind of like doing their, um, their dreams are coming true. They're, they're going out there to attain their goals. It becomes dangerous because then you start to like hate on other people, right? You spoke about jealousy earlier. And the beauty of jealousy is 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 it's an internal red flag all of these quote unquote diseases of the soul or diseases of the mind it's in them they're actually blessing because allah's saying or allah's allowing your body to give you signals of oh my god like what are you doing Like you're doing something wrong right um so it could be for example yes let's say you're jealous of someone and then there was someone that came to a scholar of the past and said i'm jealous of this person how do i deal with it the scholar said you can only see it from two ways you're either jealous of us of someone that Allah is blessed and that that means that you're actually scorning or questioning the blessings of Allah which is a massive obviously sin or two you're actually jealous of someone that Allah doesn't like so you all of us we're either going heaven or hell so you're either jealous of someone that's going heaven but that's not fair because you can also be someone that can go heaven or you are jealous of someone that's actually going hell so in that case why would you even be jealous in the first place and there's like so many different kind of like advices to it. And there's so many different variables. I think the biggest one is habits. The biggest one is habits and people's intentions, right? We've not, we're not, we're nowhere near as mindful as we are. Like for example, people are at university, people forget about the reason why they're there. And then they kind of hate university. Then they hate like life. And then they kind of become bad people at home. Or it's always like a trickle down effect, right? But if you're, if you're solid in your foundation and you know why you're doing it and where you want to go, and you take the correct means and you use the correct resources to go about it in a healthy way, you're automatically at peace because you know you're, you're making your, you're playing your part, you're, playing, you're doing your role, right? But when it comes to like growth mindset or when it comes to kind of being, I like the word that used, being blocked in life, right? That block could also be from Allah just to test you. Now, we, we always see blocks as a negative thing. If, if a block is from you, then it's negative. If a block is from Allah, it's because you need to either change your mindset, or either spiritually, you're not ready for it, right? Allah generally puts certain like blockages in front of us because we're not ready to go to that next level yet, and He needs to teach us something. And it's it's like a beautiful little analogy of like, um, in order for me to get from like level one to like level two or whatever it might be, whichever way you want to see numbers, level two to level one, right, going higher in rank. It's always like, am I even ready for like, am I even ready for it, or why do I want to even do it? Because why would Allah put me, for example, on the next stage of my life? If I don't even know what my next stage is I just think I do maybe that isn't my next stage right because then you get people so for example people will get like married and they're like yeah alhamdulillah, I've made it or I've completed half my faith which obviously there's massive context with that too but it's like okay then if you get divorced why does that now make you seem like obviously kind of you failed in marriage that's that's unfair to to see it like that like maybe you, you can learn from it right so look alayhi salam um Once one person came to him and he said, "How are you so wise?" And he was expecting this amazing answer. It's amazing. I'm wise because I did A, B, and C. He simply said, "I just learned from other people's mistakes."
0: Mm. Like there was,
1: there's no like, there's no, there's no like, like no what's healthy for you, no what isn't healthy for you. But the biggest block in life, and I'm gonna say this in an absolute sense, and I don't normally like saying absolutes, right? But it's genuinely, are you either living for Allah or you living for the people? Because if you're living for Allah and you do it the right way, you don't even see life as you're being blocked. or You like, you've kind of hit like a dead end kind of thing. Because there is no finish line. That's the beauty with our religion. There is no finish line. And I, if, I, if I start having a mindset where there's a finish line, oh, I need to do this, I need to, by this age, I need to kind of um, do A, B, and C by whatever it might be. This world ends, the next world doesn't. So there is no finish line. But mm. if I start putting deadlines in my own life, which everyone does, which is from a counselor's perspective, right? And the one of the reasons why, alhamdulillah, I've always kind of managed to be somewhat happy is because I don't, there is no end in sight for me. Like, obviously the ultimate end is just to, to see Allah and to chill with Allah and spend time with Allah and just whatever, right? Even like to know that you can have fun with Allah and you can banter with Allah or like Allah calls us his friend. Like, why should I see him? in a way that's scary when I can see him as my friend because he's called me his friend anyway, right? So that's like the ultimate goal, is just to chill in paradise with like all the cool people um, and whoever you get along with in this life. But if I start putting deadlines to my life, I create my own blocks. That—that This whole little three minute, four minute thing that I went on is we create our own blocks or we see it as a block when it truly isn't. Mm, we
0: create our own blocks, that's it.
1: Um... And that's not like some cute childish, yay, Lego set. No, like, <laughs> we create our <laughs> we create our own blocks. And and we and people see blocks in a way that, like, it, it's not even there. And it's, it's, again, like what you said at the start of this whole show, it's you you see it in a way or you create your own prison around you. We create our own prisons. Mm-hmm. Whether that be from the opinion of others, whether it be from the, the, my wrong understanding or the wrong akida from understanding islam or understanding allah that's all. i mean okay so there's physical let's do the holistic thing there's physical blocks potentially there's mental blocks and there's spiritual blocks nothing can truly be a block because if the block exists the opposite of the block exists which obviously means entry point whatever word you want to put to it right if the block exists it means the block can also be broken whether you can jump over the block you can go under the block you can go around the block you can go through the block whatever Analogy you want to use, it exists not because you can't do anything about it, but it exists because Allah wants you to prove to yourself, like, what are you going to do about it? And that's where courage comes into it. That's where bravery comes into it. Mm -hmm. Because we're not here to make Allah Allah. Like in Hadith Qutb, the whole world could come together and worship Him. It doesn't increase Him in rank, in in His God status. And the whole world could come together and disobey Him. It doesn't decrease Him. Allah is Allah. He's given us Islam for us to be happy, for us to move on, for us to progress, for us to be better people.
0: I mean, I want to link it back to the whole, how you said, um, look at your why um, and learn from other people's mistakes. Because sometimes we, <clears throat> obviously we create our own blocks because of what, you know, of what's happened to us of what we've yeah. seen people do. And obviously we, we imitate the ones we love. So if the ones we love were were a certain way that, isn't desirable and um, we kind of i guess we become that if you see that like as kids or whatever um and yeah it
1: was like your post that you put up saying obviously we and i i, I resonate with your post so much i didn't grow, grow up around role models but i mm. learned from them i learned mm. from the people what I, I learned from the people i hated or i didn't like i learned what i didn't want to become again that links back to freud and kind of becoming the person who i want to be
0: but sometimes we, we use that again. We, we use it as an excuse, like because this has happened to me, and this person's been like that to me. I want to kind of either I want to kind of get my revenge, and um, by yeah. being that exact same way or worse, or yeah. we we just we just don't want it because oh this has happened to us, and oh we we just fall down this pit, this endless, you know, this abyss or whatever you want to call it. We just fall down that, and we forget that actually we will be held account- accountable because we know this person's and that we know that it's affected us but what are we doing to actually make it better and you you know it, it's, you said it so perfectly that like we create our own blocks we create our own barriers but we don't see them how how is it that we can actually be more conscious of that how is it that we can notice these barriers in our own lives these barriers that we're putting there um, yeah. and and I guess like you said um the whole allah puts barriers into your life because sometimes you're not ready for ready for things that you think you're ready for and all in perfect timing you know qadar allah does everything in the perfect time yeah. but how is it that we can notice our own barriers
1: okay so th- this is where i kind of for my own um opinion most of the time i don't even speak about for my own opinions anyway so obviously as always i'm not really concerned with my own opinions which is another empowerment method I, I rely on something that's more important than intellect more more like the one philosopher said there there's something that we rely upon that's more intelligent than intelligence and for me that's always going to be islam right allah always speaks about emotions and he he touches upon the importance of emotions and he simply says that he gives us he gives us allah says in the quran i am the one that makes you cry and i'm also the one that makes you laugh i loved your question that you said um about how do we understand or how do we know that that obviously um, it's a block or how do we kind of make sure we kind of avoid certain blocks. The most important thing is is your emotions, right? Emotions are a coping mechanism, they're a guiding mechanism, even even I would say all emotions are as important as each other, jealousy is as important as, emo- as happiness, as sadness, as tranquility, as peace, as well as ang- anxiety, whatever it might be, depression, why? allah touches upon the importance of emotions everything that we do or everything allah tells us to do is always linked directly towards an emotion towards a feeling right allah doesn't say in order for you to be happy you have to be in a physical state or physical place it's an emotional thing it's a feeling thing it's a, it's it's always a spiritual thing and even the spiritual element or the spiritual realm is always deals with um with the metaphysical so like happiness for example allah says yes do certain actions to become happy but that's the beauty of it right the ultimate goal is is feeling how do i feel about myself how do i feel about allah that's the most important word when it comes to block like acknowledging what certain things that are going to block us or or blockages um or barriers right if i do something and i feel bad don't do that again um even to understand um why you have a barrier or why that block exists that's equally as important right um the beauty Literally, and my answer will always be this because this is somewhat the Quranic answer. Always look at your emotions and look at your state, right? So, a hard heart is somewhat of a punishment. Um, Bub spoke about this recently on on one of his um, Instagrams where you could be doing a lot of sins. That's create that. That's what's creating your block. You could be seeing life or your akida could be somewhat broken. That's what's creating your block. Or physically, you're just being lazy and that's what's creating your block, and you're not getting out your comfort zone. Do you see how all of that gets wrapped in so easily and so quickly and it makes everything make so much more sense just from an emotional perspective, um, spirit, spiritual, mental, and also physical. And Allah touches upon the importance of emotions so much because that's the ultimate goal. Even when, we're, even when we're in paradise, it's not about paradise. It's the way we feel in paradise. It's the way we feel when we see Allah. It's always feeling. It's always emotion, which is why I teach it. Like, oh, I, I touch upon the importance of it all the time.
0: Mm. and that's it and the whole you know Allah gives us emotions and you know I even um I was thinking about it like yesterday and I wrote about it today um about how you know even the hard emotions like everything's like kind of like a messenger right Um, and Allah puts these emotions inside of us and you know if it's good then we should you know embrace it and try to you know enhance that right um and enjoy that and whatever but if it's bad a negative if it's a negative emotion that we don't want to see we don't want to feel then we shouldn't push it away because you know even that creates a barrier when we push it yeah. away right um, exactly. because that that's a barrier to our own growth and even though it's difficult it's like Allah is giving you that um, and yeah. we should rather than pushing it away you know a guest is a guest you, know, you don't you don't just uh, when someone when you invite someone to your house you don't just shut the door on them and you know not open the door right unless you really (laughs) don't like them (laughs) but if it's it's like a friend um you you let them in and then they soon go um and yeah like we we just create those barriers ourselves and i guess a lot of it's out of fear right
1: yeah i think i think the the most beautiful way to somewhat wrap up is the poem of, of imam rumi right like the the whole honoring the guests of or whoever comes to knock on the door what's the name of the poem by the way i legit completely forgot it
0: i have no it says, idea But he says let,
1: let let everyone enter no matter what it might be even if it sweeps mm. away all the furniture um for everyone is a guide from beyond or every emotional or and it touches upon obviously different elements human beings are a guide emotions are a guide um mindset is somewhat of a guide knowledge is obviously a guide um but i've always told people that don't rush towards anything don't create finish lines as long as you feel happy and, and you, you're kind of content, that's the ultimate goal, right? That's There is no kind of holding on to this world. It's about letting go, and it's about also enjoying this world for what it does have to offer, whether it be travelling, whether it be certain materialistic things, but you never, ever allow it to enter. we will come full circle. You'll never, ever allow it to enter. You should never allow it to enter your heart because you should be the gatekeeper. And you, the only one that should really be in there is obviously Allah and His Rasul, and obviously are the other prophets and the books. Minutes, okay. but... Let me ask you a question. What do you think, from your own journey, or not even from your own, just like seeing other people's journeys? What do you think, like the blocks are from? Like, obviously, I touched upon the different ones, and we can we could spend an hour on literally every single one, anyway. But what kind of do what do you think that kind of people create their own blocks or their own barriers, and like what what's like the the main areas that people do that?
0: I think obviously I agree with like everything that you said, and and those are all factors. But also, I think the main thing like um obviously with myself with anyone like fear we 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 don't want to like fear of the unknown and um, cuz obviously we don't know like we want to get out of this box that we're in but we don't know and um, what's actually out there even if it did, this box could be like proper like dark inside but outside could be really like beautiful and you know rivers gardens whatever but we don't see that but we're scared we don't know what's out there
1: Okay. So I I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I think that's so important because for someone like me, for example, I love my comfort zone, but I don't, I've never seen coming out of my comfort zone equate to growth because, and I'm going to be very honest when I say this because Allah is in my heart and I feel him, right? No matter where I am, I'm comfortable.
0: Mm.
1: Like, th- for me, th- there's, there's some type of power that comes with that. And I've always somewhat had it from young, but I never understood it, which obviously over time and over understanding my own journey, I understood why I was always confident, why I was always somewhat happy-go-lucky child, very, like, just doing my own thing. I want to give love to people. I want people to feel loved. And I want people to feel important. Because I knew what that, that I knew what the light of Allah had done to me. It changed me forever. I never mm-hmm. chose it, but it was also still part of my test. and. I, I, like, I don't want to even talk about definitions here. Let me. Am I in my comfort zone? Am I out of my comfort zone? But wherever I am, I'm comfortable because I have Allah. That's, that, that's my own kind of perspective on it, for my own personal journey.
0: And that's really, really important. I think sometimes we um, we set, like you said earlier, about setting, setting, setting limits of where we should be, uh, how long it should take us to get there, and just, just over kind of doing it. Because we do that, um, especially, yeah. again, with my own journey as well. We put these unrealistic expectations and um, limits and, okay, we, sh- we should be here and I'm not here. and I'm, that's, But that might be way out of the comfort zone in a way that's not even healthy. Yeah, um, it's, it's all unrealistic. Um, okay. But yeah, that, that was beautiful that you said that, knowing that Allah is with you so you're just comfortable everywhere. And that's, yeah. I think that's just one thing we should live by and learn to live by
1: yeah and just just quickly because of what you said in regards to fear rejection or whatever it might be um the, the, all of those things obviously they're dependent again there's only two ways to live life either it's for god or it's for the people and if it's mm-hmm. for allah then fear is a good thing but if you have that same concept of fear and it comes towards the people then it's a bad thing see how it's the same emotion mm-hmm. it's the same feeling but depending on which path you're on are you on the path to, to this to just allah or are you on the path with the people and it's those two things, it, it creates a massive difference. And I think people obviously fear rejection, they fear failure, but with Allah, there is no failure. There is no rejection. But if I'm on the path with the people, then it, it's a, it, it means a whole different thing. It holds so much more negative connotations to it.
0: That's crazy because, you know, what kind of status we give to people, how yeah. much importance we give to, you know, what will this person think and how, how much we do for people, how much do we we yeah. do everything for people, and that and that in itself is a hidden shirk, right? Um, and it's yeah, a even, very,
1: even mm. Josie said it. Like those who seek praise from others have worshipped them without realizing it, which is shirk.
0: Yeah, that's it. Um, it's that you know the hidden form of shirk. The shirk. That's the most dangerous. Um. So I think sometimes we need to, well, all the time we need to just reevaluate how what we're giving more importance to, because Allah is the most important, and you know we should be living for Him and thinking about. Will he be pleased with this and um, how should I deal with this in a way that Allah would like um, yeah. rather than just always trying to do things for the people? And I think yeah. we do that so often and so uh, unknowingly, we just, we just do it and we, we don't realize.
1: That's the biggest block in short.
0: Mm. <laughs> that's, that's basically the whole podcast on. <laughs>
1: honestly, like that, that is honestly the biggest, the biggest thing like i don't even say any more because you wrapped it up perfectly like there's that's the biggest block and and i think i'm not i don't really care if someone comes through their block or not that's their own journey like alhamdulillah i've come through my own one for me now it's just about maintaining it and just enjoying it everyone's on their own journey
0: i see i think it's just important to remember that obviously you know no matter what we've been through it's we should always try to rise higher right even 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 though it's hard because it is hard no, no one said it's going to be easy but it's about like you said about being courageous being brave enough to do it um, and knowing that and and how do we get that bravery we look to Allah and what well, has given think, us and
1: I think even even knowing that it can be easy is an amazing mindset like who said it's going to be hard like no one absolutely said it's it's the hardest no the journey to Allah can also be easy but even that had its own test. The, the test is a, a forever thing. But no one's saying what's super hard or what's super easy. But yeah, I think that's mm. Alhamdulillah. That was that was an amazing little little, little um thing to go off. Of. Like, I love the fact that you asked that question. It, it was it was an honor to do this again. Honestly,
0: mm, Alhamdulillah. I think we, we need another one soon. <laughs> but <laughs> alhamdulillah, it's, it's always great um like talking to you and going into these topics because it's it really makes you think. It you know nitpicks it. Nitpick it picks at your mind. Yeah. <laughs> um It really just picks at your mind, makes you reflect. And inshallah, it's it's been a benefit to me, and I hope that inshallah, whoever listens, it has been a benefit to them. And thank you so much for coming on and joining me. Um,
1: <laughs> a pleasure and completely fun as always. Like and um
0: so, if for anyone who doesn't follow Defalochili or his Instagram and everything, I will put in the description of the podcast and. Make sure you drop your review because I know that the last episode with, Kli- uh, with Khalil, everyone loved. Um, a lot of people really like that one. Uh, if you guys uh, like to, please drop your reviews and, and inshallah, um, join me again soon. Inshallah. Take care. Assalamualaikum. Take
1: care.